You guys, it's been a while. I know. I've been away. You've been away. You went to Europe first. Yep. You were gone with UCLA. Mm -hmm. And then I was gone Paris and Mexico. And then you were gone. Spain and, and Portugal. Spain and Portugal. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And now we're back with the Ben and Her podcast. <laughs> Today we have Abby Rock, who is an all-American ice hockey forward for PWHPA. She's the first indigenous person to play for the United States women's national hockey team, making her Olympic debut in 2022. Welcome. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Yeah, we're very excited to have you. And uh, it was so cool because our a mutual friend, shout out Mariah Whalen for yeah. connecting us. Uh, but she conveniently told us that you were in town. And I want to kind of talk about why you're in town, because mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, so we are actually, we're playing at Crypto tomorrow against Canada. Um, I play on Team USA, and we do a seven-game series every year before the World Championship, just so we get games as a team and stuff. So our first two were Tempe, Arizona, and then tomorrow uh, at Crypto. So we played actually last year at Crypto as well, so it's fun to be back there. Yeah, what's the environment like playing in an arena such as, I mean, I'm, I know you obviously have probably played in some pretty big arenas in your career, but... Um, Crypto, I mean, crypto for L.A. people, that's like a pretty big, yes. pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, a lot of us were really excited because obviously that's just like it's an arena that kind of like has like it has some history. You know what I mean? Like we're like, that's a very cool arena to go to. I think it's the teddy bear toss, too. So on the first goal, if you bring like a teddy bear, you don't like you throw it on and it goes to like children's hospitals and like uh, foster care homes and stuff like that. So it's we did the same thing last year. So it's actually a really cool environment for sure. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's so weird for me to call it crypto. I yeah, still want to yeah. Call it I call it staples, yeah. and then I'm like, it's not staples, yeah. I guess. But yeah, yeah, a lot of money put into that. Um, mm -hmm. So then let's let's like rewind a, a lot because I really want to get into kind of how you got started in the sport and what the landscape looked like growing up in Wisconsin, right? I grew up in Michigan. Mich Michigan, sorry, Wisconsin, yes, went yeah. to Wisconsin, but like still in general, like obviously women's hockey. I'm sure when you were younger, wasn't as big as it is now. No, and definitely not where I'm from in Michigan. Like uh, downstate Michigan is very like, at least has like women's teams. I grew up like right on the border of Canada, um, very small town in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So like nobody who was a girl was playing hockey. Like my dad though was a division one college hockey coach. So I kind of wanted to be in hockey and they were like, no, figure skating. And like kept putting me in figure <laughs> skates. And I was like, I hate it, I hate it so much. Um, so I finally forced my way in, but I played boys hockey from the age of six until I went and played at college at Wisconsin basically year round. So wow. I was like the only one to really do that at that time. That's crazy. That's a long time. Kind of yeah. badass. I know. Okay. I played like random tournaments with girls, but never like full year round. Like just because that eventually I was like, I made like the U18 USA team for the girls side. And I remember I went to the tryout and everybody was like, where did you come from? Cause they like all know each other. And I was like. Michigan. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, besides that, I would play like, some tournaments and stuff. But my first like full year of girls hockey was like my freshman year of college. Crazy. What was that experience like? Obviously, being with the boys for so long and then you get on a girls team. Very dominated. <laughs> I did my extreme best domination. No. <laughs> Don't I wish? No, I got a lot of penalties. Uh, I led the NCAA actually that year in penalties because uh, boys is like full checking where girls it's body contact. Mm. Like you can't like blow somebody up. And I, th I would just like, and like in girls, like yeah, I would like not be trying to and I would like destroy people. And I was like, I came from boys hockey. I had like four penalties a year. And then I went to like having like two a weekend and I was like, ooh. 
Sorry. <laughs> Can we just go back and rewind on the, the words you used here? You used destroy people <laughs> and blow people. <laughs> Body checking. Body checking, yeah. 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 No, it's definitely, it's a physical sport, even like our games. Yeah. Like just though every USA Canada game has some sort of scrum or fight or something in it. So yeah. it's really not that far off, but it was definitely a adjustment going from like playing with guys year round and just like different, like I was like never in the locker room full time. Obviously, like I would be in before the games, during the games, but like different locker rooms, different stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I was actually like fully integrated. So it was a good change. It was just definitely took some adjusting. <laughs> How were the boys um, when you would play with them? Like, were they accepting of you and like brought you in as, as a teammate or were they kind of made you earn your keep or trash talk? Well, you know? <laughs> it's, I would say like most of them, I guess, like I grew up like my whole career playing with like my year, but my freshman year of high school, I made the, varsity like boys hockey team so I would think I was the only freshman two sophomores made it as so. a as a female yeah, yeah and I was the first girl to ever play on the boys team there so I was like okay so finally it was like not my immediate friends who like I was playing with and I was like nervous and then I realized though that year like if anybody touched me the older guys would like like immediately like jumped like the guy or like anything I'd be like I'm good like I'm fine <laughs> like it didn't hurt like it's hockey like I get checked then by my senior year, because it was all my friends from like younger again, they would just like let me go. Like I would get like hit and they were like, oh, she's fine. No, <laughs> we're not protecting her. I was like, all right. It was mainly other teams who would like yeah. definitely come after me or target me some games, like run me through the walls. So or... growing up, I actually played um, street hockey. Yeah. That was crazy. Me and my brothers and a bunch of dudes and we were just like, me and my sister as well. But um, yeah, they would like, Put shoved your stick between the the wheels of the rollerblades because it was all like rollerblades, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. and just like and you just like are flying forward. And I never attempted ice hockey. It's I mean roller hockey is something though that I always say like we have some girls who did both growing up, mm -hmm. and I was like that would be something that would be fun to do, but it wasn't big in my area. But a lot of our like we have a few like Southern California girls and like. Missouri sneaky like had some like good hockey players who did both and they're like I was like that would be so fun to be able to just play year-round But you just switch from inline to like ice. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting because I feel like you actually can't stop as quickly with rollerblades oh, no. So you are like well, you're yeah. still rolling. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I like a sport where the net separates you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you get hit in the face with the ball. I was going like, say, that's what I wouldn't like. The ball absolutely getting <laughs> sent at me. But, well, but. Yeah, I mean, how did you, I mean, obviously you said your dad, he was a Division One hockey player. Yeah, hockey player, then he coached, yeah, too. So how did you kind of, I guess, develop an interest for skating, hockey, like this type of game? Yeah, so. Where I'm from, well, it was freezing also where I'm from. So he would build like a backyard ice rink for me and my older sister. And I think they, my both my parents just thought we would like go and skate, like not actually want to play hockey, which for, to be fair, my sister didn't. She like fully figure skated like her whole life, like never was interested in hockey. But I was like, I want a hockey stick. Like I want to play. I would like go watch my dad's players play like the boys. And I was like, I just want to like play hockey so finally they kind of had to give up on me but every winter <laughs> I had the backyard ice rink so it was nice just go back there whenever I wanted and played with my friends like every day I swear as a kid that's so cool I was always jealous of those kids that had those ice rinks mm -hmm. in the backyard yeah that yeah that's cool convenient to get lots of reps yeah I'm yeah. sure in your lifetime what about like um did you have any female hockey players or other female athletes that inspired you as well 
Yeah, so growing up, it was it's funny though that we talk about this now that there's not a lot of like, especially at the time, there wasn't a lot of like visibility for female hockey players. Like I remember growing up when I was younger being like, I want to play in the NHL, which is like obviously not realistic. But like we all talked about it. We're like when you're like, until you're like 10, we were all like, oh, we're going to like, we want to play for the Detroit Red Wings or like whatever. And we're like, okay, obviously you hit the point where like you realize that's not happening. Um, and that's kind of when the U.S. team like kind of started taking off for like Olympics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was one of my teammates now, Hillary Knight, who's been on the team though probably for God, like she's been to f- three Olympics, four Olympics now. Wow, I, I'm four, but um, I think it's four. So like she was like a person like when I was in high school, I was like very much like looking up to as one of the best players. And now we all laugh because we we all have photos with her when we're younger. And now we're on the same team. Like, it's hilarious. Like, every single one of us, like, younger ones has a photo with her. And she's like, I've just been here too long. I'm like, no, keep going. Keep playing. But she was, like, one of the big, like, first female role models for a lot of us. So she's now our captain. And it's kind of fun to see it full circle. That Yeah, that's that's pretty special, too. I feel like I've had moments like that in my career as well mm-hmm. with some of the older players. And um, now I'm an older player. So What makes her a really good teammate? <laughs> she... I think I think it's honestly just crazy that she's like especially how physical the sport is how she's just like lasted this long but she's honestly I think it's like how chill she is like you would think for like being around so long and like she very much like wants like us to win in perfection and she'll just like we get like 18 and 19 year olds you know who come in and are like very much so lost and she'll just be like you're fine relax you're good you got it I'm like you're not like like I think they're all scared of her and she's just like the nicest like don't overthink it just hockey and I think that's what like makes her like such a good like leader and teammate it's like she's very much like she doesn't make you feel that she's been here forever it's just like another one of your teammates like Mm. most of the girls are like she's like my younger hero but (laughs) well and so and you're somewhat of like a veteran player too now right having been to the Olympics and won a world of worlds and a couple of silvers at yep. two worlds. Yeah, two. So like talk about the mentality that you have um, like now as an older player versus when you were a younger player. Yeah, it's definitely it changed fast, I would say, too. I was I feel like I came to the program about four years ago and we were a lot older in the last like three or four years. We've had a lot of girls retire and a lot of girls just like made the switch. So I went from being one of the youngest players like at the 22 Olympics to literally now I think I'm above the average age. And I was like, how did that really happen? (laughs) Um, Even our coach is like, you're like a veteran now, even though like you're not very much older than most of the younger kids. So he's, it's been a different like switch, but that's what everybody's like, what has changed? I'm like, not much. I talk all the time, always did. That was kind of my MO. Um, Very much like only, everybody's like, you are only intense in the games. I'm like, yes. So like off the ice, I feel like, it's easy for like some of the younger ones to kind of like come and ask me questions because I'm just like always chit chatting, wanting to talk to them. But it has been a little bit of an adjustment, just realizing like I went from being like one of the newest people on the team at in Beijing to like now I'm probably one of the like six most like veteran players I would think on our team. So it's really changed fast. Yeah, I'm sure. I, um, didn't, I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. that they're getting younger and younger. We're very young, especially like Canada's our main rival. And I think their average age might be like 29. I think ours is like 24, 25 right now. So do you see that because like the sport's been growing? So you see more 
girls that are playing at a younger age? I think, that especially the sport growing, I've seen like, I think our pool of talent has just gone so much deeper, which has been really like great to see, like even college hockey, like um, at Wisconsin, like when I was there, like I don't feel like there was as much like broad competition, even among like D1 college hockey. And now I like watch like such great games between like one to like 16th rank where like for us for a while, it was like you had to play like a top like five or six opponent to really get like a good good game if you were like a top team so seeing that growth has been really great but there's been a lot of very good talented kids coming up through the program right now yeah I think you see that in a lot of sports now too like mm-hmm. volleyball soccer basketball like the girls are stronger they're taller they're faster like it's it's pretty crazy to see just the level elevate even since we were playing when we were younger so it's yeah it's cool the one thing I've noticed, I wonder if it's volleyball, they've noticed this. Like, have you noticed more kids like specializing early though? Yes. Yes. Yes, and definitely. I, I don't think I like that. And there's been so many hockey players specializing early. And I'm like, play other sports like as long as yeah. you can. And I keep seeing that. And I'm like, is it like getting that? Like, I was like, always wondering, like, is, are other sports getting this bad? Because like some kids would be like, I play hockey like 11 out of 12 months of the year. I'm like, aren't you tired? Like, yeah. <laughs> I played like, I played soccer, I played tennis, I played golf. I was like, I took breaks, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think it's find important your sport. For, yeah, but, but it's also yeah. important for burnout too. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes you like we have we've had this discussion with a couple different guests before too. But it makes you such a better, well-rounded athlete. Mm-hmm. Also, um, I mean, cross training is important. Yeah. What other sports did you play when you were younger, or was it just she, hockey? Well, I played I played a couple like younger, younger, but soccer was like my main sport through high school. Mm-hmm. Like I played soccer through high school and like golf which like oh, it's not like the most athletic of sports but it was like <laughs> we have we have a we think it's an athletic sport here. i like i think it's a hard sport it's but hard. i don't know if it's really like coordinating to my hockey game i don't know but like i still play golf all the time i would love so. to see you at the driving range that's what everyone just faces. yeah with seriously yeah that's you at the driving range with a hockey puck uh, and <laughs> golf balls happy gilmore yeah yeah there you go let's go i always say i think i'd be better putting if i wasn't like this if i was like hockey like but there are different styles for putting now i I was thinking about trying to make a switch but would that be a sport that you'd get into if it wasn't hockey golfer i've been really into tennis recently which like all summer i was like when i i'll take big breaks off the ice too after the season like i think so many people like won't and i'm like i'm gonna take a step back and not play hockey for like a good month or two like at least after a season and I just play tennis like a few times a week like with my friends because yeah. I just I love that that's interesting it's a good sport it's a good way to recharge too yeah it's kind of like get your mind off skates yeah. yes because I mean you guys are in an arena on ice a lot. a lot yeah and we're out on the beach and there's different elements different variables that we have to deal with like wind rain mm-hmm. cold heat humidity sand yeah sand. but you guys are just on the ice rink same temperature every time it's consistent though which is cool it's just cold do you like the consistency though of that i i do i was saying the other day though we play soccer before every game like we play play like keep up to get warmed up and i was like saying because i think it was like dark out and i was like they're like imagine playing a sport like under the lights in the dark like and i was like yeah i guess we just always have the same lights and the same rank and i was like i kind of miss like rain games in soccer and people were like that sounds miserable and i was like no well, I thought it was kind of fun when you're playing in it, but. Yeah. Um, what about the training? Like, I'm really interested to hear about what kind of your training looks like. Like, yeah, what the season, like, how long is the season? And then, obviously, I'm sure that you're doing a lot of stuff in the ice and the weight room. Mm-hmm. We're, I think, hockey 
it's been interesting recently hockey's changed a lot from like uh there's been a couple of strength coaches recently who have changed it from like it used to be very like heavy lifting sport because they wanted like us to be as strong as possible where now it's like you lift heavy for a little bit of this like preseason and then it's a lot of like lighter weight lots of like plyos like jumping for like acceleration stuff and like like i feel like i jump and sprint so much in the weight room um and then like fast movements with weights like um we do like i don't know if you guys ever like the pit shark like have you ever seen that it's like a squat machine but like you don't have to put it on our backs because i swear every hockey player has a bad back so like we can't <laughs> like it's just like we like a lot of us can't put the bar on our back so it, like goes around our waist like we do tons of like super fast like heavy movements um and things like that but the season is very long for us this year we're starting late just because of the pro season but like once we're in season we probably lift three times a week and then we skate every day usually for about an hour and a half i feel like two hours but how much skate. does your equipment weigh when you're like oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah i see that's what i was wondering this the other day because i feel like the heaviest things are definitely like your skates like everything else is like pretty light but i also wear like minimal gear mm -hmm. i always get in trouble i like have scissors and i'm like cutting out like all of the pads <laughs> because i'm like i this is too much for me um but i bet you it's got to add like 15 pounds at least oh interesting i would think is skating legs a thing because we have sand legs mm -hmm. skating, skating legs, legs are very much a thing like mm -hmm. lactic acid like mm -hmm. that's like how ours like very heavy and like mm. tight after games because like if you get sore after games that's when i'd be like are you in shape but like the second they're just like feeling very heavy i'm like that just needs to like flush out but that happens a lot for yeah. us because it's very much so like an aerobic and an anaerobic sport yeah it's like you go break go like it's yeah. like 45 seconds as hard as you can and mm -hmm. then you get like depending on the game like a two to three minute break right and then you're right back out there i would throw up <laughs> immediately <laughs> there's been done. some of those for us <laughs> done. Oh I <laughs> like sub me out yeah. i'm done i so, sand though i play sand with like my friends just like randomly and i will every day the day after because we don't use like a lot of those muscles in skates especially like you're in a boot like i can't like walk because your my calves feet. or your calves like it's like my feet and my calves are like so sore from trying to like run through sand it's it's definitely difficult <laughs> we should like swap sports i know <laughs> that would be so fun <laughs> used to have like uh just twinkle toes they just glide along the sand the surface of the sand Still this one's like a butt. sand panther. No. Actually, both of them are Sandy sand Durango panthers. Sandy Durango over here. That's a yeah. hashtag. Is it? It's, uh, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> on that note... No, I was going to say, speaking pivot. of like, uh, me being Mexican and being called a churro, it's, I think it's really cool. This is a really interesting segue. Um, that you are the first Native American woman to play for USA. Yeah, that's cool. And I kind of like... I mean, I, I know how important representation in your sport is. And so, like, kind of how does that feel for you to be, like, a pioneer in all of that? Yeah, it was definitely – it's very cool, especially, like, hockey is not a very diverse sport. And, like, we are actively, like, working on that, like, a lot of us girls. So it's been – it's been a challenging one, like, especially, like, at the Olympics, I was the only, like, minority player on our whole team, um, which is obviously interesting. One of my best friends actually is the only black player on Canada for that Olympics who went to Wisconsin with me. And then um, our my linemate actually tomorrow in the game is now the first black woman to suit up for Team USA in any game. Wow. She'll make her debut tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting. We're very 
happy for her and she's actually also at wisconsin now never played with her there but all badgers these girls so (laughs) it's um it's really like very interesting to see and i think it's it's just great for representation because even when i do a lot of stuff like i'll go back to like some reservations and tribes and do like some speaking stuff and like go and do like some clinics and like all the little like kids are like we like we think we can like play now like i'm like that is just like exactly what it's for like I'm like if you can like see it and know that you can hopefully play at that level I think it changes a lot for those kids who want to play hockey and at first don't think they should because yeah. it isn't like a sport that they think they should play in yeah yeah I think um yeah I can definitely resonate with that mm-hmm. are there any organizations or um clubs clubs that you are involved with in or want to get involved in yeah so I'm in the so I'm in a the player inclusion committee for the NHL right now. So we've been kind of advising the NHL and then we each are getting grant money this year to do what we want with it for growing the game and the way we see fit. So I'm going through that process right now, trying to figure out how to like form my own little organization here. So it's been an interesting uh, time for that, but there's been a lot of different groups. I normally uh, do a first assist charity too, is it's like uh, we go to different, cause I'm actually, I'm a dual citizen too. So I play for team USA, but I am a citizen of Canada. <laughs> so it's been interesting, but my uh, tribe is actually in Canada cause my dad's Canadian. Cool. Um, so I go to a lot of, uh, with like some of the other like Native American, like ex NHL players and stuff, we'll go to different like reservations and play like alumni games against like all of their like reserve and then we do the clinics with the kids so it's been really awesome wow that's that's awesome yeah Yeah. and then um so then i guess like let's make a shift towards like what's happening in women's hockey right now because obviously the pwhl is new from this year and um i i want to just like get into it about like kind of like how this league finally came about and like what hurdles it had to kind of overcome yeah, in order to be something it's been it's been a trying time for sure um there's been pro leagues in women's hockey but they've never been like what we've needed them to be you know what i mean it's been like like i obviously like i missed most of it thank thankful for being born a little later but like there's been like the, our older players who had been through like uh the nwhl and the cwhl which are two old leagues that are not around anymore they were like you basically get paid like a couple grand and like you bought your own sticks like it was not professional at all and finally um in 2019 like the canadian and u.s like national team players got together and they were like this isn't what we can do anymore and they basically pulled out formed this players association was like we're gonna like find sponsors we're gonna play showcases and like say that we need to form a pro league like as players so the next year I kind of went to that. So the last three years we've just been playing as like a players association. I think it would have happened a lot faster if COVID didn't come. Cause I think yeah. we were like, ah, and then everybody was like, we can't be putting out money right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically these girls that we pulled back, did a players association and we're waiting for like the right investor basically and things like that. And Billie Jean King had been a investor from the beginning. Wow. Y'all, she's been awesome. Like, it's funny. We were talking, we were like, we forget it's like Billie Jean King sometimes because she's always around. And I'll be like, hey. And I like walk by and I'm like, oh, I'm like sneaking on a graph. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, no, like that's Billie Jean King. But, um, and then obviously the last year, the Mark Walter group, which he owns like the Dodgers and lots of other like professional teams, was like, I want to buy like, not like the whole league. Like, he was like, I think this will work. I think it'll grow fast. 
So finally this year it went from the Players Association where mm. now we're just starting the league. But which has been really cool is like our CBA because all like women's sports team or leagues so far have had the CBA negotiated later with their owners. And because we were the Players Association, they're like, we're not signing into this contract unless we agree on a CBA first. So that's kind of why it took so long this summer to get things going because we were negotiating like mm. like our rights basically the last couple months. So now finally next week we will go to training camp and we have six teams we have everything we can need we have contracts and locations and it's it's really really exciting to see it all finally fall in place after all this time with the uh with the six teams do you see it growing maybe next year or the following year where do you see it uh the future of of hockey right now i would give it I think a lot of people, when we only did six teams, are kind of saying, like, you should start with more. And I was like, I think you start with the six and, like, make sure they're really good teams mm -hmm. because just because, like, the landscape was so unknown, we've lost really good girls coming out of college mm -hmm. to just be like, do I want to keep playing or do I want to, like, go get a job, you know? So I think I think in three years is what I'm imagining will expand by two or three teams, but I don't think they want to do it too fast, which I think is very fair especially like starting a league like there's a lot that's gonna need to yeah. i feel like be adjusted from year one to year two yeah and you're on the board right are you in those meetings i'm not on that board i'm yeah. on our i do we have a usa hockey i do those negotiations with our group for our cba and stuff with that but i am not on that board but those people i feel bad for them because they have been on the most absurd amount of zooms i've ever <laughs> i'm like you guys live on this computer and they're like yes for the last year of our lives like it's like hours and hours a day that some of our like player reps have like put into this league so very grateful to them yeah. they should do that uh that you ever see that guy in the sand who brings a green screen behind him and brings his laptop and he just goes to the beach and he's taking calls from the beach <laughs> and just it looks like he's in, in the office but there's like wind and like, yeah yeah there's definitely been some i'll like sometimes look at like some of our girls and i'm like what are you doing so <laughs> headphones are on like in the locker room getting ready for skin they're like sorry lawyer call i'm like okay <laughs> please hold I yeah. Make this. yeah what's the buzz though around like with the new the with the new league coming out like are the girls excited like what's kind of yeah the buzz I think I think everybody's very excited like it's just been like not like we've been playing games the last couple of years but it hasn't been like you're with your team all the time training in the same spot it was kind of like you came together for showcase games and stuff which I feel like indoor volleyball has kind of been doing a similar mm -hmm. thing like that so it was like that more like vibe instead of like all the time in your like set location you move you could get traded like a real mm -hmm. like pro environment so like everybody was so excited this year to finally have it like this. It was a lot of like, I think fear too, because you're all of a sudden entering like a draft and people were like, I've been able to live wherever and now wherever I get picked, I am moving. So that was definitely, I think, scary for some people, but everybody accepted it too. And was like, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. And they're like, absolutely. But it is a scary change for a lot of people, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's so cool with all these leagues coming up as far as like women's soccer, women's basketball, indoor volleyball hockey like there's this community that it sounds like there's going to be this community coming about where we'll be in certain cities where we'll have four different women's sports yeah. and we can all go cheer each other on so i gotta get season tickets for all of them yeah i, I think it's i think it's great what for our sport for women in sports in general um i know nothing about hockey so like i'm very yeah. excited but is it mainly on the east coast for right now and then will it get to the west coast 
I'm hoping against the West Coast yeah. because I love the West Coast. But um, right now, yeah, teams are New York, which is where I signed because mm-hmm. we a couple of us got to sign before the draft. So I stuck my way in there. Um, mm-hmm. Then Boston, Minnesota, and then the Canadian teams are Ottawa, Toronto, and Montreal. What other cities do you think um, the league would like explore? Or that would be beneficial for the sport? I really thought when they were going through everything, I really thought that Vancouver, Seattle, and LA was going to be a thing. I really not Colorado. I Colorado is just like a hard one because I actually do think Colorado would have a good pull for hockey because I do think the Avalanche have done so well recently that people Mm. really got into hockey. But I think when they were like looking at like cities that really support women's sports like we played in seattle last year for our usa game and i think at that the new rank they just built for the seattle kraken we got like fourteen thousand five hundred there like wow. people were great there and like la's obviously like angel city's done like mm-hmm. unbelievable here so they were kind of looking more like women's sports over here has just done so well that they kind of i think looked into it and then we're like but hockey's such like an east coast like midwest thing that i think they like wanted it to start over there so yeah i mean there's a lot of momentum momentum going on right now i feel like yeah. in all women's sports mm-hmm. but i'm also embarrassed to say i've never been to a hockey game what they're never? so fun. i have hockey, never been i think honestly hockey i'm gonna say this even more than beach volleyball is my favorite sport to watch live because there's so much action it, it's always going yeah that's what i do yeah. appreciate what is the fan experience like well that's what i do feel bad when some people will be like why is there a whistle and i'm like there are a lot of random rules that i feel like you need to get used to but i'm sometimes i'm like i feel like if you go to a hockey game though it's just like fun because it's like physical it's fast there's goals like there's like really cool plays where like if you don't even know the sport you're still like this is like very entertaining to watch like it's like the little scrums like that's what i feel like people get off their feet for is like how physical and like fast like you're up and down the ice in like a couple seconds it's just crazy do you girls um like chirp or like talk smack <laughs> yeah, we, we might have had a, sub, a question submission yeah regarding uh, some chirping i'm definitely the chirper <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you say can you give us an example i'm definitely i'm i feel like me and the other abby on our team abby murphy are probably the two biggest uh potsters for sure and I feel like they often get personal as well. <laughs> like we know so many of them. Like you played like like I know all of them, you know, and you know their personal lives. So it's kind of like you'll go after for the, them for that. I mean, like my most common one is probably there's a couple girls in Canada who like fall a lot, and I'll call them divers all the time. And then, <laughs> and then they'll just like they get mad, and then there's probably a scrum later in the game or period between a few of us but what is a scrum you're like a, a little i can't it's say a beat it's down. like a fight but it's a beat it's down because like, you can't like take off your gloves and like go are you throwing else. fists yeah, yeah like okay. you're trying but, like <laughs> oh you can't like if you go i too would far, not i'm like i would run away yeah if you go too far then you'll like get a penalty or could get kicked out but like even the last game I, there was like a little uh fight or scrum in front and i turned around because i would want like want to get involved and i was trying to find somebody in the first person i grabbed that was like one of my good friends on canada and i was like oh, okay and i was <laughs> gonna like, hold you. well for a second i was like going we were both kind of going at it and then she was like she's like yeah i saw you fall center ice and the ref thought we were fighting we were like laughing because we like know each other and i was like yeah tripped right over the red line like nothing <laughs> middle of the game and i was like it's my first game back in a couple months like give me a break oh gosh, but that's funny. most of the time if i grab somebody i don't know it's Go time. Can you explain your position, what a forward is for our viewers? Yes. For me? 
Yeah, yes. for us mainly, but I feel like we kind of skipped over that. But Yes, yeah. I can. So um, obviously in hockey, we have 23 people on a roster usually. So dressed for the game, though, you can only have 20. So you have goalie. Goalie plays the whole game in the net, and then you have 2D, three forwards on the ice at all times. I'm a center, so that means, like, I kind of do both. Mm-hmm. Like, your wingers for forward are usually, like, stay higher up in the D zone and, like, fly the zone a little more. They help out with D a little bit, but the center has to kind of do both. They help the D in the D zone, and then they go all the way and play forward. But basically our job is to score goals. And if you're not, you're probably not doing that great. But um, (laughs) yeah, like creating chances, scoring goals, pushing the pace, basically. Um, Not the enforcer. The enforcer can be both. (laughs) Normally, (laughs) most people will call me the enforcer, but um, I'm definitely, because in like men's hockey, a lot of the enforcers are like, because there's like lines in hockey, like mm-hmm. first, second, third, fourth line, and some enforcers will play like three or four minutes a game on the men's side, and then just like it's literally just to fight. Like mm-hmm. it's like if somebody touches your star player, you're supposed to go out and like protect them. But wow, in girls hockey that doesn't really happen because we don't like fully fight. But you'll get penalties. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get like <laughs> you you would get like some penalties. We like kind of like hit like throw some punches, gloves stay on, like mm-hmm. things like that. So. That's kind of probably me and the Abby Murphy girl are kind of our little enforcers. So, wait, that sounds like fun. It is fun. That's what I'm like. When Entertainment. Are, it's yeah. it's entertaining. It, it's like so much more fun though if you can like. I'm like it's so fun to like trip people and like talk a little on the ice, like hit some people, like it's friendly. Come on. Do you feel like the environment is a little bit like water under the bridge when the game is over? It's like, we are coming here to win and we understand what it might take to do that. But then once we're off the ice, like uh, everything's okay. Or do you feel like you find that maybe someone will come after you next time they play you because- Like your best friend. Right. (laughs) I think- Abby. Yeah, that's the the thing is for me, right when the game's over, I like don't think twice about something. Like- Somebody could have like roasted me in the game, and I would have been like, "That's that's actually a good one." And like, I'll like later, I'll be like, "Okay," and I'll go through the line and be like, "Great game to the person who said it to me." But like, that's last funny. year was actually the first year where, because of the COVID years and stuff, when I came out of college, we for the a players association, we like mixed teams up and stuff. So I was playing with a lot of the Canadian girls, and everybody like I had like a lot on my team, like from their national team, and people on my team were like, "Are they gonna like like you?" And I was like, I don't know. Well, I was, they were like, they probably hate you, Abby. And I was like, we'll see. And I like went, and then about halfway through the year, a couple of the girls were like, we really thought we weren't going to like you. And I was like, fair. And they're like, we really, they're like, don't, no, we do though. So they're like, this is great. And I was, I was like, yeah, well, when I'm playing hockey, I'm playing hockey. Like, I am not the person I'm on the ice when yeah. I'm off the ice. So it's very interesting. Like, once I'm off, I'm like, yeah. You could say anything to me on the ice. It's all good after. So I'm like, whatever. That's a good mentality to have. That seems like it's like yeah, mentally very strong. Well, I mean, kind of asking like a question as far as like communication. How do you communicate with your teammates, you know, on the ice, in the locker room, outside? Like what is that dynamic like on a hockey team? Yeah, lots of yelling on the ice because it's so fast. Like you have to be like, like, or like a huge thing for hockey is communication. Like you have to be like, at all times like because people could have their like back turned to plays like that you don't even know if somebody's like barreling down at you to, like it's like time move it like middle like you you are yelling things i feel like constantly on the ice like you have to be like communicating everywhere you go but it's never like uh like it's never like we really have that many like set plays though because the whole game is like it's just like little communications like it's not like we're like 
only time you have a play is like a face-off play. But besides that, it's just like little nuances. And then between periods, I feel like you kind of like step back and are actually like the wings are open like a lot more than we think and stuff like that. But we're also like hockey is a little like, I feel like we're all a little psycho. So sometimes it's like <laughs> there'll be somebody on the bench and they're like yelling at the other person and they're like, no, you're good. And it's just over. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're good. It's like <laughs> organized chaos, choreography, communication. Yes. Literally. <laughs> that sums it up. I'll come yeah. watch. Yeah. I, don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll be able to get on the ice. I don't know. Have you ever tried skating? I've done like, you know, like the winter break or like during the holidays, you go to the ice rink yeah. with your friends. Like I could do that, like going a lap a in circle. a counterclockwise yeah, yeah. circle. I can't do like cool tricks and stuff. Tricks. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so I, I actually go to watch people fall. <laughs> I love that's like rings? my favorite pastime. Oh, it is. Just funny. go there just to be like, oh, they're going, they're going, and then that's they fall. So funny. There's so many bad falls when people don't know how to skate. And I just feel bad because it hurts to fall too. Yeah. Oh ice. yeah. Like it's not. There's no give. No. no. It's not like sand. We can kind of like. You're jumping into the sand. We don't want to yeah, jump. Yeah. You can ice. land a little bit graceful. This is like, you hit your knee bone, your kneecap on the ground, and it hurts. You're donezo. Cracked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Broke it. You're broken. Do you have any uh, pregame rituals or superstitions or anything? Um, yeah, I have a few I often get made fun of. I got made fun of the other day because uh, I always have to have like my, my pregame meals like pancakes. Like I just think it's like I'm like it's the easiest thing like because we always get like obviously like the pregame meal the team gets and it's usually like I feel like everything's like always like pasta and chicken mm -hmm. and I'll like eat I always eat like the chicken or whatever meat it is and I like order like pancakes and the only pancakes that were available were like Denny's at our last game <laughs> I was so, just there last night <laughs> yeah so I was like I was like oh love Denny's so I'm like ordering my Denny's and it like shows up and everybody was like sitting eating their pasta and I walked in with like like I think they were like banana pancakes too and I like <laughs> had this big tub of syrup and everybody was like okay and I was like I can't not have these like well, it is why pancakes i just feel like i like i feel like it's like a good carb feel good and it's like tastes good like i don't know why like, not pancakes yeah, yeah. i've so never good. i never thought of pancakes as a pregame meal it's really that's the first I've it's heard. like at, at all times of the day i just feel like i would love a pancake but like other things is like always do the same stretch on the ice and warm-ups mm. i actually last year I, th I can't we were in pittsburgh for a pro game and i didn't realize it and everybody was copying me all 20 players like on the ice and I was like, weird, like normally people are shooting pucks by now and I was like stretching and I finally realized and I was like, everybody is making fun of me and they were like, and I finally was like, okay, I get the joke and they all like clapped and went away. I was like, all right, get out of here. <laughs> but this like those little things really. Do you, um, how do you mentally prepare for, for a game? Cause I feel like because it is really physical, what do you do mentally? I think it's really interesting. Like I, because we hadn't played a game till the other day in so long. I remember I was kind of like, what is like, what do I do? Uh, <laughs> but it's very interesting because I was thinking about it in the locker room being like, we're all very different. Like you have some players who are like headphones in, like not talking to you most of the time. Like we have other people who are just like bouncing around the locker room, listening to music. That's kind of like me. I'm just like chit chatting and like playing soccer and like not trying to be too serious where some girls are like, locked in I have like a, they'll have like specific playlists like certain songs like up mm -hmm. to a point and they're like visualizing in their stall and I'm just like running around doing who knows what but it's feel like for me it's more like the less I can think about it till I'm playing then it won't get like nervous or like a little like jittery so that's why I'm just like keep your mind off of it and like let like the practice just come what do you do when you feel that you kind of get ramped up or you're not in that state 
how do you get out of it? Yeah, that was, I feel like that was the other day because I was like, I haven't played in so long. And I hadn't really, th- and then it was like the period was starting. I was like sitting on the bench and I was like watching the game and so fast always. Like when you hadn't played in a while and I was watching us and I was like, all right. <laughs> and I was like, but I feel like it was more like, okay, just get like a shift under your belt and like don't do anything bad in the first shift. So I was like, mm-hmm. probably could have like kept, you know, like kept the puck a little longer or something. I was like, just make some simple plays, take a short one, get off. And then like, I was like, okay, you're feeling good. Keep building from there kind of thing. So like good positive self-talk sort of. Yeah. Well, and that's what we, we always are on the bench trying to be like, Hey, great play. But like, for me, I'm always the one who's like, like I'll come off the bench if I make a bad play and I'll be like, terrible, terrible play by me. And then they'll be like, they'll be like, no, you're good. I'm like, no, no, it was bad, but I'll own it. And we're good now. And they're like, okay. Like that's always, I'm not like, Oh, well, it was fine. Like, I was just like, oh, that was terrible, but we're good. And they're like, all right. So say it, move on. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I just want to like own it. My bad. And yeah. Now, and then like everybody's like, I feel like especially hockey players, like once you know you didn't make the right play, nobody wants to bring it up again. They'll be like, get it next time. You yeah, know, I like that. it's yeah. more like if you don't know, that's when you kind of get no problem because people are like, hey, we need you to do this. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so there's probably a good balance of like taking accountability mm-hmm. and then not dwelling on it. Yeah, right? exactly. And it's that's, like own it. And then you have another yeah. shift in probably two minutes. So you got to kind of like snap out of it. And yeah, back it's to fast. It. Is the shift when you're jumping over the... Jumping over the boards? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what's, that's a question I always get. People are like, so how do you change? I don't understand the system. You flip I'm like, over it, you like dive. Yeah, like you jump over the boards, right? When you see the person you're changing for come off and like you have like basically like a 15 foot leeway. Yeah. So like you can't like have too many people on the ice at once. So it's like you have like 15 feet from the boards like... Once they get within that area, they have to come right off. You can go on. Interesting. So, so cool. We got to come more to play. Yeah. I know. Tomorrow, I might come tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, Honestly. Yeah. Tomorrow. How do I get tickets? I can, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. Yeah. <laughs> what about, um, how do you think fans and like the broader community can contribute to the growth of the sport for women, I especially? Think, I think a huge thing is just like showing up and like, we talk about a lot though too is like, media coverage like we watch like some games like if there's not good like media coverage or even like marketing to push it we're like nobody knows we're playing here so what why do we expect like people be like well see nobody wants to watch women's hockey like here and i'm like but you guys didn't push it at all is i think what i always see like when we went to seattle like they pushed it big and it, it sold like last year in la they like they got the game late granted but they tried to push it and we did really well here i was like if you like let people know we're playing I think like women's sports fans and hockey fans like want to come and that's the biggest thing from them is like showing up when you can like making sure like you watch on like tv and just like being supportive especially like we all know like the like women's sports like trolls is always what gets me like I'm like I just feel like the fans who love it are like women's sports are like good not like you're not like oh but you're bad compared to like a guy you know what I mean it's like just like it's, it's completely different. Yeah, it's not yeah. about and that. Two different pots. And that's what we always talk about. We're just like, watch the sport and enjoy the sport. Like, we play a very different game than the men's game. But we're like, we're not trying to play the men's game. We're like playing our own game. And I think that's like a huge thing for us is just like supporting that. What is that game? What does that look like? Well, Check. I think a lot of that is chess. Like, yes. Yeah. Chess, not checkers. No. Um, we, I think for us, it's like we obviously like we're very similar sports but like it is just like different like we have different like styles of play just because like we can't run over somebody like Mm -hmm. you can bump them off pucks but you have to be in more control of that part of your body like you can do a little more with the puck because of that you have to like be able to hold on to it and like puck protect more because you won't like 
you can't like get lined up through coming through the middle of the ice. So sometimes I just feel like it's a little more finesse in those areas because you can't be as like brutish and actually just like run somebody over. Like you have to use your body. You can like hit them, but you have to like know the line kind of a lot more. It's tough. I'm just imagining being like blindsided by. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have any control and I would want to body check everybody. <laughs> See, that's what I would like to do sometimes too. So is it almost Whoops. easier though to just run into them versus like, oh, I have to stop and like can't hit you, right? Well, that's what half the battle is though, is because because of like the no body checking thing is like sometimes like I'm like one of the stronger players. So like mm -hmm. if I'm going in against a player who I know is very strong in their skates, like we'll hit hard and like somebody can fall, but like you can keep playing, but like, say you go in with a girl who's like 130 and not strong on their skates and I go in like I'm playing the last girl, like I'm getting a penalty because it looks yeah. like I like oh, destroyed them, you know? Yeah. It's like an Use that word again, destroyed. Yes, <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. The enforcer destroyed. That's like soccer, like when I was playing uh, indoor, like futsal with a heavy ball, so it doesn't really bounce. And, you know, there's a larger player, like a defender, and you're trying to go past them. And all they do is just lean in, just slightly drop the shoulder, and then you're flying. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's like the same thing almost. <sighs> yeah, it's a very, like, way the line, I feel like, yeah. of, like, you have to know, like, because it is, like, it is physical. The other day, I, like, I probably got, like, four or five people really good, like, hit them pretty, <laughs> pretty good. But I was, like, it's all too, like, it's almost like your body language. Like, I, like, would skate through people, but, like, the second, like, you raise an arm because they'll be, right. like, elbowing, like, you have to be, like, so strict on, like, how you play everybody's bodies. That's interesting. Yeah, whole strategy to that. Yeah. Do you think the rules will ever change or will they always keep it the same? I would, I would be interested to see if they would change. The Swedish Women's League actually just changed it to see how it would work. And some of my friends play over there, and they're like, the first games were mayhem happy. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and they were like, because I think girls were like, some girls were so excited to hit, and other girls were like terrified that to like some it? girls were like running people over <laughs> and not even like going for the puck anymore. And we're like, okay, everybody take a step back. <laughs> there's, there's ground rules. It's about making yeah. a goal. Yeah. So they yeah. were just like, it was crazy. But I guess it like settled in and got like more normalized. Cool. But it, I'm curious if that would ever change, but I don't know. What about um, any advice for younger um, females that want to get into the sport or pursue the level that you're pursuing now? I think a huge thing, I think, especially for hockey is, I mean, obviously I talk about a lot too, is like, it's not a very diverse sport. So I think a lot of people like in like not big hockey communities feel like they shouldn't like try to play or get involved because it's like hard to understand. And I'm like, just go try like people like, especially hockey people are very much like welcoming and like would love to teach you. Like if you go to a pro shop and like a, hockey pro shop and are like how like the equipment even is hard like for hockey like you have so many different things but if you go in and are like can you tell me how to get this and this and this gear right like they'll 100% help you and it's more like just ask questions and know that like hockey really is for everyone like don't like be put back because it can be a little intimidating like keep trying like it mm. it very much is like such a fun sport and I hate when people feel like oh, I don't know, it's, like, so difficult, there's so much stuff. I'm like, it's so fun, like, go commit to it, just, like, try it. Do they have um, different equipment for women than for men? Or is Recently, it the same? it's gotten, like, they've started changing that, like, doing different, like, chest protectors and, like, pants, because, like, obviously we're not built the same, but 
for a long time it was like the same like i remember last year on accident they sent me like the men's breezers and i was like okay like my legs are so like these do not fit for yeah. like the length so i was like in there like cutting out like the padding again trying to like uh -huh. i need this to fit and then you get in trouble yeah <laughs> well if they don't know but <laughs> yeah so yeah they've recently started like changing some of that stuff up but like everything else besides that is pretty much the same what does um me time look for look like for you like how do you find balance in your life given your schedule? Yeah, the scheduling, it's definitely crazy. I would say I always get, all the girls are always like, do you ever get tired? Because I'm the person who like, me time, like everyone's like, yeah, like who doesn't like to like go sit on the couch, like watch Netflix sometimes. But like, I'm a very big, like, I would like to go out to dinner. Like I want to socialize. Like yesterday we bust and everybody was like, you stood up for three hours straight talking to people. And I was like, <laughs> I was bored, but um, so I feel like my me time is like to get like, I feel like I'm sitting there, especially after a game, like you think about everything, like, or like, I'm like, I don't want to like relive the game in my head after I'm like, I need to go out to dinner and like with friends, hockey or non-hockey and just like chit chat, like have a drink, eat some good food. Like that's very much like my thing is like, I just want to go hang out with people, like get my mind off of the sport overall. Hmm. Yeah. What does it mean to represent the USA? It definitely it means a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's especially like at the Olympics, obviously weird Olympics because COVID Olympics. But um, I I didn't even know I remember going to the Olympics that I was going to be the first indigenous woman to represent like I hadn't thought about it. Like I should have known that there hadn't been anybody there, but I hadn't like thought about it. I remember in an interview they were like, you will be like if you make this roster, like the first player from an indigenous background to like play on this team at this level. And I was remember I was just like okay so that's a lot of pressure to make this team now but <laughs> I think that is like one of like my proudest moments is like being able to wear the USA jersey as like this indigenous player because I think that's just a huge thing for me for like visibility standpoint to be able to say like please play hockey like it is for everybody like and just trying to like build that off of it has been like really one of my like more proud moments over my career and then how do you handle pressure <laughs> Let's unpack it even more. Yeah, Sorry. Going the, deep. The really deep. The Sorry. No, the, yeah. I'm just curious. No, I think I think the pressure thing, I always talk about this too. Like, I feel like in beach, like, it's not like you have like 20 people around you. Like, it's not like you, it's a lot more like on you. Like, there's not a lot of moments in hockey where it's like you are the only person on the ice, like, unless it's like a penalty shot or a shootout. Mm -hmm. Like, those are high pressure moments. But like, in most of the game, I'm like, when people are like feeling stressed, I'm like, relax, you got four other people on the ice, like you make a mistake, hopefully somebody has your back. And I think that's always been for me, like, high pressure, like you want to play your best. And like, for me, it's like, those are almost the most fun games. Also, for me, I've always been like the biggest games. I'm like, let's go. Like, this is fun now. Like, bring it on. Yeah, like, yeah. those are like my days. But it's also like, it's not all on me, you know? It's like, I just have to make sure I'm doing my job. And if for some reason I mess up, there's people behind me to like have your back. And I think that's a huge piece for like hockey in general. It's like, there's a lot of pressure, but like there's other people too. And like, you can relax a little bit because somebody else has got you. Yeah. Sounds like you have a good support system too. Yeah, <laughs> the team, they're great. I can't say enough good things about my teammates. So um, that's like, we're nearing the end, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so the last couple questions here is um, just really one question. How do you take a bet on yourself or how have you taken a bet on yourself? I think over the years, I think me continuing to play boys hockey was a huge bet on myself moment, I think. First, like of all, like I talked to my 
mom actually recently about it and because I, I like as a kid playing boys hockey i had no idea how many people did not want me to be playing boys hockey like because oh. like my parents were like there was like board meetings like but angry like oh, guy like really? he, he, yeah like i guess they'd be like she should not be playing with the guys like and like like some of the parents would be like she is plenty good enough leave her alone mm -hmm. and like my mom was like we never really told you and then I remember when I finally got to high school, there was like the big debate. Like I was like, I could either stay here, maybe get cut from the varsity team, or I could move and play at like a club, like girls team, like where like you like a boarding school kind of mm -hmm. thing, where like a lot of girls go D one. And I remember like talking about it. And I was like, I really like playing boys hockey. Like it challenges me a lot at this point, and like I wanted to stay there. And it was like that was one of the moments where I was like, if you don't make the varsity team this year, you might be kind of screwed honestly for the year but i was like i do want to try to and i want to see if i can compete at this next level with the guys and i think that decision has really kind of propelled me to where i am now so it's kind of that was like my moment i think to be like you have to trust yourself and that you're good enough to do this wow thank you for sharing that yeah it's a great amazing. answer yeah um and then the last bit here is if there's anything on your heart or mind that you want to share with us here in the room or with our listeners the mic is yours if not i mean you could say no. <laughs> no, I would just say uh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting year for women's hockey. So go follow the PWHL. We'll have games all over. Um, I think there's actually going to be an announcement on where our first game is, which will be a very, very cool thing. I probably can't say it, but it'll be a uh, really exciting. You can tell us game. when we're off. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be really exciting. So go follow, tune in. It'll be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, I think I might go tomorrow. You should. You guys want to go? go. Maybe I'll bring, my, I'll bring my skates. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Totally oh, yeah. Can. After the game, we'll bring out there. <laughs> no. I need, like, Can all I the, be the enforcer? The, the what? It's the best Dan, job. Dana's the enforcer, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's so stress relieving. It is, though. It makes like you feel like you're doing home. something, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like I have a stick. It'll be, like, my guide. So if I fall. You know, it. It's like a tripod. Yeah, I almost just choked on my thumb. That's what it's for, right? It's for kidding, whacking people kidding, above kidding. your head. Yes. For destroying people. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Good luck this season. We'll yeah. be watching. We'll be rooting for you. Is there anything else? No, just thank you so much for yeah. taking the time. No, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Excellent. And that is the Bet on Her podcast. And cut. Wow. <laughs> we haven't done that in so Let's go. long. Yeah, when was your last one before that? Oh, my God. I have the date. It's... September 7th. Ugh, oh, wow. Gross. We've had a break.